0: To Two Button Crew podcast. My name is Scott. Today we're going to be talking about Switch, Nintendo, and the new year. Let me introduce our excellent panel of hosts. We have Cimarella uh, himself, Cimarella. Hello. Hello. And finally, Detective (laughs) Pikachu, starring Ryan, not Reynolds. Oh my gosh.
1: Did they cast Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu? They sure did. Okay, I I, I heard that they cast Detective Pikachu, but I didn't hear that it was Ryan Reynolds. That's ridiculous. So now now Detective
2: Pikachu is Deadpool instead. That's going to be really great.
0: (laughs) We have a broad range of topics today because Happy New Year, everybody.
1: Yeah, Happy New Year. And
0: this was specifically suggested by crew member Thierry. Who is well known and well loved by the team here, Mm. and he basically sent us a podcast outline. So that's awesome. Now all we have to do is fill in the blanks. Yay! And it's been been a great year, so we should have no shortage of answers to these questions and those include we're going to recap 2017 and also look to 2018 and beyond looking at what kind of games we can expect from first and third parties and indies as well as where the switch is going to go with its operating system and features we're also going to be beginning to pay for our online experience on the switch we'll talk about that as well as the 3ds mobile games (laughs) and everything else nintendo is doing like theme parks and it would also be good to talk about kimishima's leadership continuing and what he's done for the company so far that's a lot you think we can fit it in guys i think so yep thank you everybody for who has listened to the two button crew podcast so far we've got a handful of five star reviews on itunes nobody has left a written review yet though we have a couple hundred listeners you could still be the first person to leave us a written review and we will read it and cry tears of joy. Right, Simeon?
1: Yeah, we'll, are... get, we'll, we'll also send you our uh, Metroid Prime <laughs> Trilogy <laughs> uh, pre- T-shirt um, that nobody wants? Pre-order, pre-order.
0: pre-order T-shirt, yeah. Yes. yes. It's been in, like, every Two Button Crew giveaway, and then the winner's <laughs> like, no, thank you. I'll take it. Jeez.
1: <laughs> it's extra
0: large, I think. And yeah. then the people who wear extra large shirts are like, I have enough shirts, or... <laughs> I don't want to be seen wearing that. (laughs) So nothing is wrong with it. Somebody write a written review. Thank you very much. Yes. Now let's recap 2017, which has been a wonderful year. Mm. And Game of the Year was pretty hard to pick this year. But uh, personally, without any categories, we can each go over our Game of the Year pick. And mine is Breath of the Wild, which... Came out in March, uh, launched with the Switch system, which I think made it extra special. Nobody is really voting for like the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild that I see, although they're like the same exact game. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't, I can't remember the specifics on why it runs better, but I have heard that it it does run better. Well,
0: it's always at that constant resolution frame yeah. rate; it doesn't have to adapt when you take the system out.
1: That's right.
0: But speaking of taking the system out, what an insane way! To be introduced mm-hmm. to that feature and console mechanic mm-hmm. with a game as huge as Breath of the Wild, that they're actually able to pull that off with an open world game, Nintendo's first open world game, which is. Open was...
1: Air Adventure. <laughs>
0: Thank you. This is like the first time Nintendo's internal studios have developed an open world game. And they knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Simeon, your game of the year?
1: I am not very far into Super Mario Odyssey. Um, but I doubt that it would change my mind as to whether or not Breath of the Wild should be Game of the Year. Um, to me, to me, it's just kind of a like a no-brainer. Like I, I Nintendo has made a lot of great games this year, but um, Breath of the Wild is just. I mean, it, It's not cliche. I don't think to just say that it's. It's got to be Game of the Year. Huh. Puyo
0: Puyo Tetris. Interesting picks, I mean. All right,
2: Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> I also am unoriginal, and I'm going to say Breath of the Wild. Uh, it it mixed two of my favorite genres, which is I consider Zelda its own genre inside of the action adventure, uh, mixed with more of that open world, and it just blended so well for me. And I think a big reason that it bumps it up a bit, too, is because I did fly out by you guys to get the switch and then so my whole flight back i got to play zelda on the plane and waiting in the airport and just that oh, whole nice. experience of getting to play a, a game of that quality on a system like while i'm traveling was just amazing
0: you were a nintendo switch commercial yep basically <laughs> yeah did you feel special did you get some sideways glances and double takes i had a few
2: people (laughs) ask me about it there's uh one of the flight attendants on the plane he's like oh you got one of those that's awesome huh
0: super Bomberman r did not see that coming let's talk about the sales of the switch itself which broke 10 million before the end of the holiday season simeon
1: that's you may clap yeah okay (laughs) i I was just doing a finger clap i mean way to way to go nintendo yeah it's gonna pass with you in no time So
0: one thing that makes this system sell better is that you could potentially have more than one in the same house, whereas like a Wii U or a PS4 might just be shared in the family room. This is more like a 3DS where siblings might have their own system. Mm -hmm. And if you are a cool married couple, each spouse might have their own system. Reba's not getting one yet. No? (laughs) No. no. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm surprised and shocked to hear that. She's (laughs) enjoying some sniffer clips, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been writing a lot about what Nintendo has done correctly on this console cycle on my Scott's Thoughts blog, and some things are just like the marketing, um, how the Joy-Cons snap into the Switch. That's kind of a catchy thing that's very memorable and kind of just draws attention to itself. If you make the system fun to use from your very first interaction... Of even touching it, then that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other factors that you think have caused this system to sell at a rate that is rivaling and surpassing
1: even the Wii? Zelda and Mario in the first year. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, the ability to take it with you too, because then other people see it and they're like, "Oh, wow, you're playing
1: that game like out and about. Awesome!" And then they gotta have one too. Yeah. That's a good point. I also think and this is kind of a weird thing and i don't think it had quite the impact that we sports did but one two switch being able to, to uh be family friendly and holiday friendly especially you know you take it with you to the family gatherings for the holidays and one two switch is one of those games where it's just like non-stop action anybody can play it anybody can get in the action and so I don't know if necessarily grandma and grandpa are going out and afterwards and saying, man, we need to get one of those, but siblings and, you know, uh, cousins and other relatives are likely going to be at least looking at it and saying, man, this is, this is pretty great. I agree. Yeah.
0: 1-2-Switch probably is getting busted out for Christmas, though, this year. Oh, yeah. They are making commercials for young adults and not kids. You saw a lot of kids in Wii and Wii U commercials. There's a terrible Wii U commercial where kids took out, like, this easel (laughs) with a presentation and they were trying to tell their parents all the reasons that they should purchase a Wii U. Mm -hmm. And it totally missed the mark. And the cool thing about making Switch commercials with young adults is that even speaks to kids because that's who they want to be like.
2: I remember it was like a month or two ago. There's a YouTube video that popped up suggested of like the five worst Wii U commercials. And I was like, oh boy, I got to watch this. So (laughs) I watched them and I had to like force myself to get through it. They were that bad. I think the the final (laughs) one was that the E3 one with the Smash Bros. Amiibo where it's like the little kid has to go to the store and train his Amiibo and he's trying to like win the affection of the girl in the room and it's just like oh it's Ugh. so cringy oh, it's so oh bad oh my
1: goodness i don't know if i've seen that one i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look up that video and watch all of them because and it's
2: funny because one of the guys in the room is actually one of the main people from stranger things too so
1: oh.
0: <laughs> about the development and games specifically the huge catalog that has been just pouring onto the Switch eShop, and I was listening to the official Nintendo podcast. Nintendo Power. Did you hear about this? Yeah. yeah, Nintendo Power podcast. What? It is. What? Yes. Add it to your subscriptions for sure. And Damon Baker was on there. He's developer relations, and he announced that they've released 300 titles on Switch. Wow. 300 that, games.
1: That's like, that's like almost as much as the n64 that's almost as as much as the wii
2: u had in its entire life cycle (laughs) (laughs)
1: well well it's it's crazy if you look at like the number of games made for each console like even wii u did have uh quite a few games for it mostly probably shovelware but the n64 had very very few titles like way less than nes way less than snes way less than just about anything else nintendo has made or any other company has made that's been a major console um i mean obviously besides the virtual boy that had a very small library but uh just it's crazy to see how few games and yet how well loved the n64 was anyway getting back on topic all right um
0: speaking of games We're going to transition to 2018 and beyond and talk about what kind of games that we can expect. And we're going to start with first party. So Nintendo, like Simeon said, released Mario and Zelda in the first year. And it does have a few people concerned that 2018 might look light in comparison, like they might might have uh, used up all their big guns already, Mm. all their big gun ammo is already shot. However, I wrote a blog called Our Monthly Switch Releases Sustainable mm-hmm. because that's kind of what Nintendo's been doing. A big game every month. And here's an example of what 12 games could look like without too much effort from Nintendo's part. It
1: actually surprisingly works well. And this also goes between 3DS and Switch, correct? No. Nope, this is just Switch. Oh, I don't
2: know. Just Switch. Uh if you guys saw, but I think the UK said they're phasing out the 3DS. They're only making the new 2DS XL in the 2DS. In Europe. And so it's I guarantee you by end of 2018 the 3DS will be no more.
0: So here's how Nintendo can make twelve games in one year without breaking too much of a sweat. Two Wii U ports, maybe Smash Bros, Star Fox Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, one HD remake. Maybe they take a 3DS game like Kid Icarus Uprising and make it yep. HD. A Kirby game, which is already announced. A Yoshi game, which is already announced. Uh, two big franchise sequels. So maybe a Metroid, a Donkey Kong, a Splatoon. We already got Mario and Zelda and Splatoon. But <laughs> they could make one new IP... Like they did with Arms, they could also do a partnership with a third party and make another game like Kingdom Battle, Mario and Rabbids. Uh, they could do a collection like Box Boy, Bye Bye Box Boy, and Box Box Boy. Sorry, I said those out of order. <laughs> one party game to replace One Two Switch, and uh, just one something to round it out that no one could ever predict because that's what Nintendo does. That's uh, true. That's already a dozen right there, so. It's doable. We can do it. It's doable, but what do you guys think will happen on a first-party front?
2: 2017 was definitely the Switch proving ground, and next year is when you're going to see third-party really pop off, I feel like. And you're like, Nintendo is still going to have frequent releases, but they're not going to need to have as many. Between all the eShop titles that we get every week, there's like, what, 15 to 20 every week, it seems like? Plus, with the third-party support that's going to be coming in, I think we're going to be we're going to be living the high life either way.
1: Simeon's <laughs> <laughs> head almost just flopped <laughs> off; he was <laughs> nodding so hard. That that was exactly what I was going to say. Is the third-party uh, um, support, and I also agree with Glenn. But along the th- third-party support, like you would see, like Capcom, within like two weeks, making two huge game announcements for. Mega Man's 30th anniversary and Street Fighter's 30th anniversary. Like, the Street Fighter 30th anniversary collection, like, I don't know if you guys saw that or realized how huge that is, but that is, like, an amazing amount of games. Oh, yeah. What was (laughs) it? Like, 20 games or something? It's 12 games. Oh, 12. Okay. Yeah. I think, yes, 12 games, and, like, each, uh, every rendition, pretty much, of, The first three numbered Street Fighter games, I mean, not every rendition, but just about the three alpha games, which are fantastic and my favorite portion of the Street Fighter games. So it's that's huge, and then Mega Man's going to be huge, and that's just Capcom.
2: I was going to say, I saw that Mega Man announcement, and that's when I knew that you were getting the Switch, too, and I was like, oh, (laughs) Simeon's going to love that. What was it? The Mega Man Legacy Collection, like 1 and 2, plus the Mega Man X Collection, plus the Mega Man... 11. Yeah, Mega Man 11. It's like, holy cow, he's going to be loving this. Nintendo kind of worked their tail
0: off to get huge first-party games out in the first year, which brought the audience, and the audience brought the developers, and Mm. 2018 might be a huge third-party year, while nintendo kind of regroups and makes metroid prime 4 and pokemon for next year possibly
2: yoshi yep
0: yeah i'm completely
2: convinced we're gonna see an animal crossing this year too just because of the mobile game Mm -hmm. them like hyping it up and then releasing it just how they had fire emblem come out the mobile game earlier this year and then warriors came out later this year I might have to go against my physical only policy
0: and download Animal Crossing because what a perfect game to boot up for 15 mm-hmm. minutes a day or something like that. Mm. So, That's true. Yeah, 2018 has a lot to look forward to. What uh, specific third-party support can we mention that hasn't already been said with Capcom and mm-hmm. some others?
2: Wolfenstein 2 from Bethesda is still coming out early next year. And I heard and... that
0: port is uh, Panic Button which also did Rocket League and Doom, so they're They're, okay. they're good porters.
2: I would assume Bethesda's probably going to announce some more games for Switch, just because I know Doom, at least, has sold really well on mm-hmm. Switch. so yep. And Skyrim, for sure, too.
1: Yeah, I can't think of any more specifically off the top of my head.
2: Well,
0: I'll tell you what. There's probably going to be more on a nintendo direct really soon Mm. and then third parties will probably also be a big part of e3
2: i thought i heard like there is a rumor there's supposed to be one end of this year or early january because they're supposed to have their investors meeting and usually right around that time is when there's a direct Uh, that's right oh yeah
0: yep i think that it is going to be a january direct and then Mm. the investors will probably ask a lot of questions based on those announcements
2: i think it would be new announcements even if it's teasing what's to come where if they're just like hey we have an animal crossing later we're not going to show anything off right now you'll see it later on this year but that's coming Uh, we have this game coming yes (laughs) yep that's they, they like to do that but then that way you're like oh sweet i can have this franchise coming for me later this year great
0: yeah I think it will be a lot of games, and I think that they must outline what the paid online service is going to be because mm-hmm. yeah. that's launching anytime. And I think there will probably be a Nindy section, a third party section, possibly a new Joy Con color, a couple Amiibo, and that's pretty much a package for you.
2: They'll probably show off more gameplay
1: of Kirby and Yoshi, and probably, yeah, it was Scott said, show off the Amiibo with those. Just real quick, as far as um, what I'd like to see, is I'd like to see some Metroid Prime 4 information. I mean, it's been six months. And I know know (laughs) that it'll probably still be a long time. It might even be until 2019 that we see Metroid Prime 4. But, uh seeing some more information on it would be cool
0: well we got the logo so next will be like the logo and then the menu and they'll press start and then the trailer will be over yeah
2: and then you'll wait another six months and then we'll get samus's design <laughs> right. i think we might get a cinematic trailer at e3 just because the yep. e3 hype went over so well last time but i think all we'll get is a cinematic trailer just to kind of mm. regenerate that hype
0: it's the next big thing so yeah i think they'll hold on to that card play that at e3
2: as for a third-party support that we were talking about i wouldn't be surprised if ubisoft did another uh, partner deal with nintendo just because this went over so well it got such great reviews i mean heck it won best strategy game of the year from the game awards and a lot of other places i've seen so far as well so
0: yeah maybe us we'll see you got to go to our youtube channel for that because we have other game of the year categories as well on youtube.com slash two button crew Davide soliani could be hard at work with nintendo who knows they might even 15. hire him someday but yeah the partnership with ubisoft is cool
1: that that's the crying man
0: mr crying ubisoft <laughs> man we have... don't act
2: like you would not have cried when you were in that oh, I... situation simeon <laughs> oh i definitely would have
1: he was relatively composed compared to what i would be i would be a little
0: we also have indies to look forward to but Indies just come out left and right. They don't necessarily get announced too far ahead of time, so it's not like I'm looking forward to a specific indie right now. I mean, there's Pocket Rumble, which just gets delayed and delayed, which is why oh, man. we think about that, it. The launch
2: title, you mean?
0: Yes. Yeah, I forgot
1: what that is. So. Isn't
0: it Neo Geo styled Ryan, or is it something?
2: Some yeah, other? it's it's a Neo Geo styled fighting game that was supposed to be a launch game, and we were all excited. We were all Scott and I were both gonna buy it so we could play it on launch against <laughs> each other and all this stuff. And then they're like, "Oh well, it's like delayed a month or so," and then they just didn't talk about it for a long time. And they're still like, "Oh, we're still working on it."
0: man they're probably kicking themselves so hard i mean it might not all be their fault they might have gotten a dev kit late or something but indies that have adopted this system are getting handsomely rewarded for it Mm -hmm. i i am still
1: eagerly awaiting limbo on wii u okay (laughs) wii u huh they announced it and i think wikipedia no longer lists is, lists it as to be announced but it has Why don't you it, it take... was on nintendo's website for the longest time as we should upcoming. tweet at that developer and ask him what's up with that just to see what they. we say. should but... we should ask him
0: uh steam World dig the original will come to switch because image inform quietly announced <clears> that <throat> they're like switch is awesome we got rich off of steam world dig 2 so we're releasing heists and then they're like we chose to release heists before steam world dig the original because of story continuity so pretty much confirming steam world dig the original and then whatever other games they have as well heist takes place in the story after steam world dig 2 although steam world dig 2 came out Most recently. Ooh, some more indies I am watching for, though, were at PAX that I got to play, and that's Runner 3, Mm. Meat Boy Forever and I'm not looking forward to Sausage Party. That already came out, I think. No, wait, that, is that the movie? That's
1: a movie. Sausage Party is the movie. I oh. don't know what the game is. Whatever. I was uh. like, uh, I know you're not looking forward to that. I didn't know they were making a game for it.
0: Any other indies we
2: know about? Um, I'm sure we'll see some in any direct that we have coming up. They usually have at least a sizzle reel where they show off some hot topic uh, indie games.
0: Hot Topic, the video game. Coming into Nintendo Switch. Yes!
1: Yep. One last indie slash third-party game that people are looking forward to in 2018 is No More Heroes. Right? No More Heroes is coming to... Uh... It's called the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming to Switch. I t- <laughs> I totally, I don't know what just happened, but my mind just literally in mid sentence went completely blank. Uh, But that's coming in 2018, right? It is. Stranger Things uh, logo edition of No More Heroes. (laughs) Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, they, well, no, they copied the logo, though. Oh, I haven't played any of them, but I, I just know that that was a big one that people were really looking forward to.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, let's talk about what the Switch itself as a system is going to look like in 2018. We are going to be paying for playing online, and that's also going to give us access to some retro games may or may not be outfitted with new online multiplayer they've been a little bit confusing and back on for- back and forth on what exactly that service is going to entail we do know it's going to be cheap at 20 dollars a year which is way way better than some of the competitors mm-hmm. i just hope that though it costs less the quality will be the same i want voice chat already <laughs> goodness gracious yep. I I wrote this pretty cool piece called Nintendo's job does not equal parents' job. And I basically equated Nintendo to a helicopter parent. (laughs) Like, that's always hovering over me and watching what I'm doing and restricting me. I just want to see some of that lifted in this new year. Plus, Switch has a really good parental controls app. So Mm -hmm. everyone should use that. Nintendo should just leave it at that because they've given the parents the tools it actually gives you a lot more detailed stats on like how long you've played each game and stuff so it's Hmm. it's kind of interesting to look at so what kind of new features do you want i mean switch launched kind of bare bones just a very snappy system that focuses only on gaming yeah so it's really focused but it like it doesn't have what a lot of other consoles have you guys like that? Is there stuff you miss? Do you want Virtual Console? Are you happy with Classic Editions?
1: Simon, so, mean, you want two things. Two things, YouTube, <laughs> and Netflix. <laughs> and we have Hulu, which is like okay, you know, they're probably jumping on the bandwagon early and wanting to get that in. But li- literally, the device that streams Netflix the most is the Wii, mm-hmm. and so they have a lot of success with the Nintendo. I'm sure that we use probably a lot of Wii U's in operation right now are mainly used for watching YouTube and Netflix. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, At least that's the way it is in my house now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... But if your Switch did that, you would chuck the Wii U out the window, right? No. You'd play Smash Bros. Yeah, I'd play Smash Bros. Okay. And uh, the occasional Nintendo Land and a couple other fun games. But yeah, they got to have it eventually. Um, I'm just hoping that it's sooner rather than later.
2: I remember seeing that the Wii recently Netflix said the original Wii is the one of the most used devices to watch Netflix still, yep. and that only streams it in SD. So I was like, <laughs> "What are you people doing?" <laughs> yeah. Probably kids. Mm-hmm. I
0: love watching my content in point four K. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, uh,
0: I would like a little better home screen organization because mm. Simeon and I both. We both downloaded all 18 demos and I would like a folder or maybe a row for demos and then like full games kind of separated. And then like, yeah, if Simeon gets his wish come true and there's Netflix and Hulu and YouTube, I would also like those to go somewhere else, Yep. not in my row of games. I think it was fine at launch. And then as people got more software and different kinds of software, including demos and apps, it has already outlived its use
2: so yeah i hope it ends up more like xbox they've kind of evolved it where they have a whole my games and App section and when you go in there it separates your games and your apps and you can also do pins which are on your home screen so that way the games you play frequently and everything are you can like put them in whatever order that you want to so it's all set up to your specific preference mm-hmm. I really love the way they do that. And the other thing I want with the OS is, come on, give us themes. Yeah. <sighs> People pay yeah. money for that. <laughs> yeah, and, that's true. And what? there's no My Nintendo rewards, useless Ugh. rewards for the Switch, so at least give us themes. <laughs>
0: I agree. That's I agree with that. that's, like one way, that's one way that My Nintendo could be slightly useful.
2: They can make minimalist themes that still have, like, Legend of Zelda. You could just put, like, a... A Triforce. Dim Triforce in the background, and that's it. And then it's like, it's like, oh, cool, I'll pay like $1.99 for this.
0: Yeah, they will cave in and earn money through that. All right, a couple things here. One, it's always interesting when Nintendo has a feature on a previous system, and they don't carry it over. Folders mm-hmm. were in the 3DS, and people loved it. I saw this picture online. You know how you have one letter on your folder on 3DS? Uh huh. So they actually made a ton of folders and spelled out Vita can't do folders. <laughs> just like, neater, neater, neater. Wow. So that was fun. And also, I like what I'm hearing. These are good ideas. Also, they're just kind of nice to have. It's nothing too big that we're really needing, which is cool, because around this far into Wii U's lifecycle, we were getting operating systems that kind of made it bearable. It, remember in that in our first year towards the end of our first year we got that update that made it not take 30 seconds to turn on the system it introduced yeah. the quick start menu and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah i kind of like how nintendo launched this one with simple bare bones solutions, but yeah uh-huh, and made it snappy so yeah we just we we were asking for a few nice to haves but overall we're pretty mm-hmm. sitting pretty mm-hmm. i like that they added a link to games for de- with demos i like that they added something on the sidebar to games on sale but yeah they they need to help discover ability with some categories now that there are multiple hundreds of
2: games yeah mm-hmm. i think the eShop will evolve i do not think they're ready for this kind of support right off the get-go yeah good problem to have it's true yep Please bring back the Wii, e- the Wii Shop music. Oh, That'd that would be so cool.
1: I, I think it's funny. Uh, yesterday, uh, my wife and I discovered a YouTuber, um, and the music that he uses in the background is the we the uh, I think it's the eShop music. Or beep, it was beep, beep, mm-hmm. beep, beep. Yep. Be- von, <Unis Shine> yep, it was. That's, so he, still
2: one of my, that's like one of my favorite <laughs> Nintendo songs now, just because <laughs> it's so catchy. <laughs>
1: I, I, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say we need that specific one back or even if the, if we do need music back I think it might be nice but I almost like the silence I, I know that the Wii um, definitely had its unique feel there's there's no menu like Wii menu um. Um, and that's <laughs> no and that's that's just all, all rest of in the, peace. the stuff <laughs> yeah rest in peace but um. I I don't know I kind of I kind of like the the silence but that's that's just me and yeah, I understand they make a
0: volume switch for people like you I mean.
1: yep, that's yeah yeah you're the
2: person who plays Smash Bros with all the music turned <laughs> that's off that's so. true
1: I'll I'll defend my Smash Bros playing I won't defend my my Metroid playing uh, with Smash Bros I like to play my own music and so I have the sound effects turned up music turned down uh, so that I can listen to my own music. But more recently, I haven't even been playing my own music. So Plus, it's to get silent. your
0: sick dope highlights into The Salt Is Real, you have to turn off music. That's right. So, and Simeon's getting those combos all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, last thing, quickly. <laughs> I would like it if video capture was added as an operating system-wide feature instead of having to be enabled game by game. Just like you can take a screenshot no matter where you are in the system, no matter what game you're playing, that would be really cool if Nintendo could just enable that uh, for, for any game. I think between the classic edition systems, which are becoming more and more available to people, including the NES, which is coming back in 2018, and what we're going to be getting through the paid online service. And yeah, I think classic games are pretty much going to be covered. And I don't really mind the old model of spending five to $15 per classic game going away because now i pretty much have what we need
2: in my opinion um i really like the way that they've been doing it now i wouldn't mind having some virtual console games just because there's a few i'd like to take on the go but personally i like playing it with the original controller so having whatever the mini devices that they've had the classic devices i've I've really enjoyed those and it's weird that yours only came with 30 games Mine came with a lot more than that. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Neither here nor there. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> winky, winky. <laughs> Mine came out of the box like that, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I hope the Game Boy Advance for, uh, Classic Edition has gyroscope for WarioWare Twisted as well. What if there's a switch Mm -hmm. cartridge that just sticks up out and you can't (laughs) close close the (laughs) flap over it?
2: (laughs) I feel like they would have a gyroscope in a Game Boy Advance one just because not only that game, but they had like the Donkey Kong ones where you're swinging and you had to use some gyroscope stuff in it. And there was the Yoshi Topsy Turvy that had gyroscope as well.
0: I also request... An e-reader. I want a giant card um, slot. Yes. Sticking no. out of uh, anyway.
2: No. Well, the Game Boy, the Game Boy one needs the Game Boy camera. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I will. I, will <laughs> I knew I'd get
2: the Simeon there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Man, Nintendo folks are a demanding bunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Now it's time to hear a word from our sponsor, Simeon. What ad do we have this week? Uh,
1: your ad for this week is. Um, quick the thumbs are over the forward 15 second button um,
0: we'll just do no ads uh, okay we have no ads but <laughs> patreon.com slash 200 yes and get access to the exclusive patreon show
2: are we gonna be like pbs and have pledge drives to where people can get really great exclusive gifts
0: so nintendo 3ds it's dying it's getting canceled at least in one region. Anybody sad about this? Or are we just glad that the developers are moving over and working on Switch games?
2: I'm done with it because any game that I see that's coming out for 3DS, it looks interesting. I'm like, oh, that looks good. I wish it was coming out for Switch. Mm, yep. So I think have... that's the point where it's kill it.
0: I agree. I voted with my wallet on Mario Party Top 100 and did not buy. It, I, but
2: yep, I I, was, I had full intentions in getting it, and then I was actually like changed my mind. I was like, no, I'd rather buy some games on Switch instead.
1: Yeah. Oh, 3DS.
2: <laughs> <Warm Pies>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should make a funny like a meme i'm sad to see the 3ds go but i'm mostly sad because i i did like nintendo's plan or at least what seemed to be nintendo's plan of having the 3ds as the budget console i actually really really liked that idea most things you could do on 3ds like obviously you can do on switch it's just literally the two screens Mm -hmm. the 3d that's that's it Anything else will be done better on the Switch. And, yeah. And so I, but I don't know. I, I am kind of sad to see the phasing out, but it is time. It is time.
0: Yeah. Couple, couple thoughts on what you said. They might still try to market to, the cheaper segments and younger segments they might do a switch mini with like unattachable undetachable joy-con and undockable system it might be like a small mm. portable thing they could do game boy or game boy Advance classic edition and then all of a sudden that's their cheap portable offering or who knows maybe we're just in a different age now where kids are spoiled rotten and their parents buy them
2: iphones and ipads and switches that's true right if we Ryan? do get a kid friendly one i yeah Hey, I didn't buy my kid an iPad. He got it for free, all right? (laughs) I got my iPad for free, too. (laughs) But I think if we're going to see a kid-friendly version of the Switch that's totally different than what it is now, I don't think we're going to see that for a few years because they still don't want to confuse the market anything like what they did with the Wii U. Oh, you know what else is super cheap? Sorry for the aside.
0: On Toys R Us, you can order Skylanders starter packs with like the portal and the game and amiibo for two dollars holy cow
2: yeah yeah it was like hard to find for a long time like the bowser and donkey kong skylander slash amiibo and yeah two dollars so wow
0: all right how about mobile games i was kind of excited when nintendo started getting into this with the help of dna but i'm not a fan of most of them super mario run i had a great time with unfortunately that's the model that they're making less money with so they will probably continue to make games with lots of little in-app purchases and is there any potential mobile game from nintendo that could excite you in this year
1: for me probably not but that's just because i don't play games on my phone all right but that's just me
2: I think it'd be cool for them to add not necessarily a game, but an app where if you, it's sort of like an AR featured app, or okay. if you hold it up to an Amiibo, it gives you stats kind of like a Smash Bros. trophy and tells you like what game that character's from and like some cool written thing about them. it just give Amiibo another functionality That's because Amiibo doesn't have a lot of stuff. So I feel like with a smartphone, that'd be a really cool thing to do. Mm.
0: Plus, there needs to be a solution, and it could be the same app, Ryan, where you can store an amiibo's data so it doesn't get overwritten when you use it on a different mm. game.
2: Mm. Or just come over to my house. Nobody can see this in the podcast, but I have that whole wall, and yeah. it continues much farther than what y'all can see over there. <laughs> I'll just open up my like Mario Odyssey and just run along your wall.
0: <laughs> All right. So 2018 I think is too early for any Nintendo theme park rides. What would be cool is if they started unveiling some concepts of individual rides cuz we got that like generic theme park picture. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. they start doing like I don't know, just animated trailers for rides that are in development or something. And ro- that that'd came be cool. from
1: Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah.
0: Cuz <laughs> we do need years to save up for this Japan trip, right? So true, mm-hmm. but- well, it's going to be in Florida too it'll be later yeah japan first with uh, the japan olympics that's one word japan olympics
2: (laughs) i doubt they will but i hope they do an eventual like ride along thing which a lot of the uh theme parks do nowadays where they kind of just put a video camera in the front seat and so you kind of get the perspective of what the ride looks like yeah yes
0: all right what do you think about Kimishima's new leadership, he's taken over. At first, it sounded like a one-year temporary thing. Then Nintendo kind of clarified, well, no, everybody is re-evaluated on each year, and it and doesn't mean there's a lot of turnover. So I think he's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think Switch's success is attributed to him, or do you think Iwata also planned for this new system?
1: I I think it's, it's pretty early still to see what uh kimishima is gonna do i don't know when i see new people taking over leadership of a company it usually takes a lot of time to get the ball rolling for them as far as like stuff they want to do or they never get to it or whatever it is there's a lot of roadblocks whatever it is it's not easy to see a lot of clear change but stuff like that like this early on in somebody's uh reign or regime or whatever we want to call it tenure uh (laughs) is really really encouraging to see yeah It, it really is
2: i'll say it kind of leads into the next thing that's on our topic list is he seems like he's giving everybody a lot more freedom to do what they want and he's green lighting a lot more things and If somebody proposes an idea it's not instantly shot down if it's out of the norm where Nintendo in the past it's like if it doesn't hit all these checkpoints then it's not gonna happen now it's like okay well we'll try it out see what happens sure why not yeah Mm -hmm.
0: this is a very interesting age for the company right now Nintendo in the gaming industry about 30 years old 31 32 and some of the long-standing leaders are passing the torch Iwata, uh, of course, died at the age 55, which was unexpected. He didn't exactly step down. But people like Miyamoto are kind of giving the baton to younger developers as well. And also some projects are being led by younger developers like Splatoon. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I think it's cool. It's fresh talent, and they do have a lot of freedom. And what's interesting is because of how long Nintendo has been a company... It's like people who were born 30 years ago, uh, got a Super Nintendo for Christmas as a kid or whatever, they are now applying to Nintendo and working there, and it's like they have this respect for the company because they grew up with it, mm-hmm. but they're also not so dearly attached to the conventions like some of the old mm-hmm. older... Uh, Senior developers Mm -hmm. that they are experimenting with these new mechanics and stuff seen in breath of the wild and super mario odyssey so i think it's really cool to see this new era of development and experimentation married to the supervision and uh, guidance of the older developers who Mm -hmm. like the franchises are still sacred but they are changing more than we've ever seen before
2: yeah yep right now is the point where we're getting a lot of people when they're playing the games when they were kids when you come up with all these cool ideas you were like wow i wish i could pitch this to nintendo and they would listen to me and we could implement them now they're like cool i'm in this position so i can pitch my idea i had 30 years ago and actually make it happen i thought
0: you were gonna say they were playing mario and they're like i just wish i could pitch this hat at this goomba
2: (laughs) (laughs) no i wouldn't go that far (laughs) <laughs> but certain certain mechanics that they thought of long ago can finally get implemented because you don't have these people that are so set in their ways that they're not going to deviate from their path. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We covered everything. So
0: how excited are we for 2018? Hype level? My Yay! hype level...
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, my hype level is probably about an eight. And we... I guess I, I talked on the, the live show a little bit about Mega Man 11, like... <laughs> Mega Man 11 has me a little bit hype. <clears throat> Not as much as I think most people were expecting from me. But uh, it's. I think most of my hype is coming from obviously more info on Metroid Prime 4. And just kind of the unknown, knowing that there's stuff that's going to be great yeah. that I don't know about yet. Whereas, like with the Wii U. I didn't know if there was going to be anything great, and so, but I'm, I'm anticipating a lot of great stuff from Nintendo.
2: I'm just excited to see all the third-party support that we're going to see pouring in. On top of that, even more so is uh, second-party support that we're most likely going to see now that uh, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle did so well. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to see uh, Nintendo kind of release the reins a little bit on some of their IPs and let other developers use some of their franchises and just see what happens Mm -hmm. because we had such good uh, second party games in the N64 era and I feel like after that it slowly dropped off and I would love to see uh, Nintendo kind of give more freedom back to the other developers and let them shine
1: Mm Mm-hmm i would have to look back on certain things i think is that 2002 we got gamecube mm-hmm. ps2 and whatever but uh i I'd, I'd say that this is definitely the best year in gaming that we've had for a long long time
2: this year has been like a rocky training montage where you're just like pumped and <laughs> psyched the whole time like yeah let's go baby yes yeah I think that they did a great
0: job. I mean, we started Two Button Crew covering Nintendo during the Wii U era, and it was like... So, what videos are we going to make before for the next four months before Star Fox's Guard? Comes out? <laughs> yes, and
2: Star- but, but, and that left and Nintendo, then Star Fox Zero comes out and it's not good. And, so.
0: and that put Nintendo in a place where they were hungry and scrappy after sales completely tanked on Wii U. It's like they realized, okay, we can't count on the past success of Wii. We have to do something insanely awesome here. We have to pull out all the stops. And I think they did. They launched correctly. Uh, They did the first party support that blew everybody away and that brought the audience and the developers to the system. So right now it's like the Jigsaw puzzle has the outline completed. Mm. All the borders have been found and put in place and then for the next, the the remaining years of this generation is just going to be filling in all the pieces of the puzzle. And it's going to be really fun to see what that looks like in 2018. I think, yeah, we might not get another set of like mario and zelda but we are gonna have a lot of chances to try new experiences new games because just everything is coming to this system yes. it's like what is the perfect game for the switch is it a quick multiplayer game or is it a super long single player game that you can chip away at well the answer is all, all the, the above. above every game is mm-hmm. perfect for switch and uh, every game is going to come to it Yep. people have started talking like this game just got announced for switch and all platforms yeah it's like that's the yep. one that stands out so they they are in position i hope they don't get too cocky i hope they just keep this momentum moving forward and i'm really looking forward to it so 2017 will go down in history yes i agree
2: the only other thing I wanted to add about 2018 is I hope they continue the trend of cool and unique amiibo because 2017 had some of the best ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Along, like the squishy Metroid, the Guardian amiibo, and even all the Breath of the Wild amiibo are just like way more detailed than the a lot of the other ones. So I hope we get some more cool amiibo.
0: Yeah, me too. Your shelf is looking a little sparse, so I hope they come I know through for your end. <laughs>
2: I actually have a lot of empty space left on that wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think uh,
0: mini ones would be cool. Like they could still be really detailed, but small, small
2: little amiibos. Yeah, amiibo, uh, me- not not amiibos. Just call them mebo <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. 2017 has been absolutely awesome. Let's give it a hand. Yes, and welcome. Welcome 2018 to Planet Earth. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please leave us a review on wherever you listen. A written one. Check out our show. We do a weekly live show on YouTube, which is a variety of segments that include playing brand new Switch games, old classic games, talking about the latest Nintendo news, and I don't our know, general craziness. Yeah, giving people <laughs> free Switches. <laughs> I think I just over promised there, but <laughs> we did it once. Um, <laughs> Social media, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also get more awesome two-button crew goodness on Patreon, including getting your name in the credits, being able to vote on upcoming content, getting the exclusive Patreon show, which is also weekly, and it's like a 10-minute question and
1: answer video. Man, some good questions coming up for our next one, so Ooh, I'm excited. Stoked. <laughs> crew and A. Good old wordplay,
0: a, <laughs> eh? And you can also get Patreon-exclusive T-shirts, too, at our highest tier. So plenty, They're really
2: cool T-shirts, too.
0: Plenty of tiers to pick from, uh, whatever's best for you. And Patreon decided not to be dumped, so it's still a great website to use. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so until next month, when there's another uh, Awesome Two-Button Crew podcast, we'll see you everywhere aforementioned. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. See you later.